0: RPG for you and me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage World’s rule set in our custom cyber fantasy setting. Thank you for joining us. And welcome back to caldonics
1: Athena Sedaris returns to her hometown and is immediately embroiled in the conspiracy she fled from seven years prior. She begins to pick up the pieces following Harlan Troya's assault on the lighthouse, solidifying her allies and investigating the appearance of mysterious colored eyes in the city. Isaac is spirited away by Rishi, Silas is kidnapped by Zeev, an underling of Troya's, and Athena loses her arm to the wardens of the Called, a new and turbulent faction in the city. Athena takes it upon herself to stay in motion, in the form of politicking with movers and shakers, uncovering the identity of Thalassica, and communing with the purple energy inside of her. After a hard-fought, cook-off victory by her father at Festival, an overcharged Zeve summons a hurricane in the arena, stealing thousands of citizens into the depths of the tunnels. Regulation mounts a rescue effort, with Athena at the helm. She and her team delve into the tunnels, rescue the citizens, kill Zev, and save Silas with his newly returned green eyes. Upon their triumphant and battered return to the city, Athena is informed her grandparents have been abducted by Laracorp, and Escarglow burnt to cinders.
0: camera opens on darkness. There's a flash as a crackling bolt of lightning flickers across the sky. We can see dark, silhouetted shapes on a choppy, frothy ocean. A series of small structures standing above the enormous waves on spindly legs swaying ever so slightly as the water buffets the metal. More lights flash, and the sound of gunfire echoes. There's an explosion, and a fireball goes up into the night sky. Voices shout. We see dark forms moving in the sky over catwalks. Three forms run pell-mell as the bridge swings and shakes in the open air, the wind and rain whipping against them. One tall and broad, one tall and lithe, and one small yara skittering upon spider-like legs. The clack of the legs inaudible over the din of the storm. The hiss of bullets whizzing past, clanging off the metal struts of the bridge, barely drown out the shouts of the figures chasing them. The burly form turns, and a dome of vibrant blue light erupts in the night. The bullets begin to ping and whirr off the shield until there is silence, and the fire is returned by a large machine gun held by the man. Get to the other end of the bridge, I'll hold him here!
1: The lithe figure's hand whips out to grab his elbow while he's firing. They're dressed in a practical combat armor, a full helmet, exposed arms, with metal bracers winding up from the forearms, and a yellow tattoo on their right bicep. I'm not fucking leaving you here! I'm taking the bridge down! We gotta go! She tries to pull him on towards the next pillar into the ocean.
0: Oh, you're throwing off my firing!
1: Come on! Athena is still grappling with the fact that she just saw a whole squad of people get gunned down by sentry turrets, so she doesn't want, she can't let Isaac, nope, she, she's trying to get him with her.
0: Go ahead and uh, roll me a persuasion.
1: Five.
0: You hear the growl coming over voice comms in your helmet before he begrudgingly pushes himself back up to his feet and begins retreating backwards in the direction that you're still heading keeping the shield up, hoisting the machine gun, and laying down suppressing fire.
1: Come on, come on, come on.
0: There's a sound of foop and you can hear something whizzing through the air from the opposite side of the bridge, a small indistinct shape that is illuminated as the night sky erupts with another crackle of lightning.
1: Oh, okay. Does it look like it's metal?
0: No way of determining that.
1: Well, she wanted to fuck up the bridge anyway, so she's gonna load that up and try to alter that projectile's course.
0: Okay, go ahead and make me an essence roll. I see a one.
1: It's a nine. Oh, damn it!
0: <laughs> I was I was really hoping we were gonna get the first major crit fail. Not today. Okay, so a nine is a success with a raise. You can basically put it wherever you want to within reason
1: she wants to take it right back to where it was going does a windmill motion as it gets close with her one arm and it just redirects in a beautiful u shape very cool right back to where it was shot
0: we follow the windmill motion of your arm the hissing of air speeds back in the opposite direction a panicked shriek of return fire followed by another explosion and plume of fire Two bodies go flying, careening over the edge of the platform and down into the dark water below.
1: Oh, shit. Athena needs to check on her squad mates that are not in eyesight. Is there a way for her to do that?
0: For short-range communication, when you're in close proximity like this, you definitely have something like a radio or audio feed. One of your lead hackers, maybe the hacker of the B-team, did set up a video feed that you all can tap into. What's that hacker's name? Diaz. Diaz. Up to this point, the different teams have kept their radio communications separate to ensure there's not too much overarching confusion, but you swap over to Diaz's feed, the distant sounds of combat from the opposite side of the rig blast into your helmet at full volume. It's shaky cam footage from Diaz as they're running away. There is a pause as they turn around and you see Kamba. He's a karnic that looks like an Ankylosaur, covered in tough, rigid, armored hide. A club-like tail that he is just swinging through swaths of guards. He's one of your heavies that you brought.
1: He barely even needed armor.
0: Exactly. The gunfire is loud, bullets ricochet and ping off of his hide, Diaz turns to run further, before glancing back over his shoulder again, and Ori, with spiky neon pink hair, glides forward, floating just above the ground. She wears the same armor as the other guards, but her face is free and clear of a helmet. Her eyes burn with the same shimmering pink, and she places her hands together, conjuring a globule of matching energy, begins to stretch and mold it into a long, putty-like rope. With a flick, she sends the band of energy forward, and it folds, bending end over end as it bows along the ground as though walking on legs. She tosses several more, and they lumber toward the karnak with quick, sweeping motions. Kamba plows forward, raising his arms against the coming impact as he rushes the guard. But the bands of superheated light sweep over and through him, striking like a great net. The pink globs, with bounding strides, turn to follow Diaz across the bridge, even as Kamba falls apart into a pile of silent, smoking pieces.
1: Oh, God!
0: That sentiment is echoed by Diaz in a loud, resounding shriek as they turn and continue running down the bridge. They even manage to pass Pixie, a petite Vell woman who had already been making her way across. What is Pixie's specialty?
1: Obfuscation.
0: Perfect. Every several feet she runs, her form shimmers like a glitch and she disappears, reappearing several feet further at her normal speed. She doesn't move faster, but she's a harder target, and she runs with single-minded determination just ahead of Diaz, her arms pumping. But Diaz has longer legs. As Diaz runs... A figure appears out of the stormy sky up and to their left, jumping through the air on steps made of solid ice that congeal from the rain beneath the figure's feet as they run, before just as quickly falling to disappear into the brine below. Diaz chances a glance behind them, you see Pixie still running in a straight shot, disappearing and reappearing in tempo, never gaining speed. The guard, approaching through the air, jumps with a roar, flailing a wide-arcing kick. An arctic breeze sweeps over the bridge, and the curtain of falling rain becomes icy glass, peppering the length of the bridge in seconds, and an oncoming tide that starts at their destination and sweeps back towards them. Mm. Pixie disappears at the start of the wave, only to reappear amidst the downpour next to Diaz. From Diaz's perspective... You watch the crystalline shards perforate her small form, and then his. And they are violently and unceremoniously thrown over the side. Limp. The last image you see from Diaz's perspective is one of plummeting end over end through the air and down into the watery depths before the feed cuts.
1: b down. We gotta keep going. She's gonna take this hot sec to just destroy the bridge.
0: You guys have been backing up this whole time. Vulcan, who is covering your rear, still holding the shield up. You can tell that the shield is coming from a console on his forearm. The light flickers every time there's a ballistic impact. Rather than stopping the bullets, it's just redirecting them off at odd angles, so there are still flashes of sparks as they crack off the metal of the bridge around you. I'm imagining this bridge, the ground of it is a series of metal slats that are held together by chain with mesh underlay. Oh, okay. There are two cables on the top, so it's all attached, mm-hmm. you know, and metal. But Almost like
1: a suspension bridge? Yeah,
0: basically like that. It's secure. The distance between the platform that you just ran from and the one that you're going to is probably like 50 yards. Okay. Okay. Vulcan pulls back the last step onto the bridge and settles himself back down into a crouched firing stance, continuing to empty bullets into the darkness where the explosion just went off. I think you got him. Well, do something. I'm
1: working on it she wants to snap the suspension wires and just shear it off. I mean, it might be as simple as just undoing some screws on their end and just having it seesaw down to clang onto the other pillar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Or maybe not seesaw, lever, I guess it would be. Like yeah, a, no, Like a pinball a, sure, if you flapper. Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you just disconnect it, I see what you're going for. We'll use your essence again. I'm going to ask you to get two successes on this roll, so you need to get a raise for a complete success here. Okay. Did you crit fail?
1: Well, I got an eight. Damn. Okay. Is that a success with a raise like I required? It is. So with
0: with a minus four would be a four. So that is a success. Okay. What does this look like?
1: Oh, you know, it would be cool. Athena backs up onto the relatively solid ground beyond the bridge so she can take several quick steps forward in a whirling arc, catapulting a newly formed shield from her bracers in an arc up and down the bridge, slicing the supporting cables around the guards running after them like they're butter. And as the shield returns to her, it's almost amorphous in the air. It suctions right back onto her arm with some amount of force that staggers her back just a bit.
0: As you sever the last piece holding the suspension bridge aloft on this end, there is a terrible groan of metal starting on the opposite side as you watch any kind of struts that were supporting this begin to take on the full brunt of the bridge itself in addition to the whipping winds of the ocean. It begins to fall down towards the water and slide away at an angle. With another flash of lightning, you can see that there are a number of forms on the bridge who had been chasing you across that are now desperately clinging to the sides as it swings away into the darkness. Oh, that wasn't load-bearing. It was for them. Let's go. He says, turning around, slinging his machine gun over one shoulder. The blue hemisphere flickers and disappears again, and you find yourselves in darkness. In another intermittent flash, we see the three figures clad in their tactical armor and gear, spattered with splashes of blood, soot, and grime that even now is being licked away by the falling rains. Your Yara compatriot is standing over by a doorway leading into this structure, furiously jabbing at a keypad on the side and playing with a console on their wrist.
1: You got it, Everything under control?
0: With a small ding, a blip, the door slides open. They turn their head towards you, their helmeted head. I got it! Let's get out of here!
1: Hey, we'll just be quiet, we don't know who's in there! Come on!
0: They look at you indignantly and then gesture back to the bridge. Are you kidding
1: me?! It's under control!
0: Under everyone else is dead. You don't want to be dead. Just be be quiet. They do a motion like they're going to run their hand through their hair and then realize they have a helmet on and just clench their fists and jerk a thumb at the door. Only one. Only one left. One bug left. It's in here. That's it. And then we're gone.
1: And then we're gone. Let's Let's just get it done. She also takes a second to try and run both of her hands through her hair, but she has a full helmet on today, so just looks weird. (laughs) Weird and stressed. Lead on. And she does,
0: stealthily. You go through the first door and find that there is a second door almost immediately. It's a chamber to hermetically seal against the elements or something to that effect, Mm -hmm. which also slides open as you walk through the first door. The chamber beyond appears to be a dark hallway, red filtered emergency lights that are spiraling, a dull tone over a flickering PA system. The hallway itself is a straight shot. There appears to be a break in the hallway on the left that leads into a room of some sort, and there are voices coming from the chamber, although you can't make out what they're saying from here.
1: She holds up a hand to indicate for them to wait as she creeps forward to take a peek in there real quick. The rubber of the bottom of her boots squeaking just a little bit.
0: As you creep forward down the hallway, with every rotation of the red light, you inch forward. So it's almost as though we see you teleporting a foot at a time until you're finally peering around the lip of the wall leading into this room. It's a rather spacious room. The majority of it is taken up by a large glass chamber or some sort of sealed chamber. It's rectangular and goes from floor to ceiling. The interior of this room is lit by several freestanding self-powered lights or lights powered by their own power source that don't appear to be connected to it, like floodlights almost, that are pointing in towards the glass chamber. There are banks of extremely expensive and complicated machinery lining the walls, one lonely desk with several monitors, an active computer terminal, and a man standing in the middle of the room. He's dressed as a technician in a rather clean looking gray jumpsuit. The man in the jumpsuit has wavy purple hair, relatively short cut. He's tall and lanky and has drawn features that maybe kind of reminds you of your dad. The woman he's speaking to in the glass containment room is much shorter than he is, violently orange hair, extremely pale skin and matching freckles, and she looks absolutely terrified. She's holding her hands out in front of her, clenched partway to claws, and we see A deep yellow-orange energy emanating from her core, rippling out to her extremities that even now is building before your eyes. And I would like for you to make me a stealth roll. I I almost shouldn't make a roll for this because you're hiding in darkness and they're standing in light, so this will be a contested roll. Go ahead and roll your stealth. a 6 notice.
1: Do you think her stealth would have been a D8 back then or a D6?
0: I could see either way.
1: I think she got better at it as time
0: went on. Okay. Then yeah, go ahead and penalize yourself and give yourself a d6. I'm going to say you get a plus four on this roll because of your cover and the darkness and all that good stuff. I got a five. I got an eight. An eight. Okay, it's six. And a one. (laughs) Success with no raise, so you draw no attention to yourself.
1: We see Athena's face in the helmet. Her eyes are flitting back and forth, trying to take in all the details of this new room. And over her nose are two gross-looking, fresh slash marks, stitches still in them. Her eyes narrow and her mouth open slightly, chewing on her lip just a little bit.
0: Could you make me a notice roll? Yeah, it was a D6 notice back then. You hear the man. The snippets you catch are, Last chance. Facilities under attack. Have to introduce the agitator into your system now. I don't think you can pick up anything she says, but her eyes are wide and the energy is continuing to build.
1: Athena ducks back, quietly talks to her companions. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to keep an eye on this room. I'm going to teleport you guys both past the threshold so you can just get down there, do what you need to do. And then we could just fucking run. Okay?
0: They both give you silent nods.
1: It's going to feel weird. And she grabs them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll.
1: And this will be with wizard to make it not electric and just very nightcrawler-y. Should I roll to teleport? Yeah.
0: Yes, you should. Is that a crit fail? No. Damn it. I I don't know what to say because it's been like five rolls and we haven't seen a crit fail yet. That's an
1: 11, baby.
0: Success with a raise. Your power goes off without a hitch. You see them disappear. And a moment later, a flicker at the end of the hall as they rematerialize in a puff of void black smoke.
1: She's going to keep an eye both on the door that they came from just in case anybody can fucking fly. But I don't think we locked the door because we need to leave. Blueprints did not have enough information for her to feel super duper confident about a secondary exit. But fire code. Fire code? Bang, 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 bang.
0: You teleport them to the opposite end of the room. They appear with a silent puff of smoke. Your Yara hacker, Vance, immediately sets to work on the terminal.
1: She gives Vulcan a thumbs up and a nod and a steadying hand after the thumbs up.
0: She's just really nervous. He returns the nod, and you can see his jaw clench and his mouth firm into a line beneath his Judge Dredd-adjacent helmet. As you keep your eye on the room, you watch the technician move over to the bank of terminals and begin hammering away at the keys. The orange woman continues to glow more brightly. As he works at the terminal... There's a hum that rumbles through the room. You watch as an almost poisonous yellow gas begins to leak into the glass container where the orange woman stands. As the gas drifts lazily down to begin filling the container, she takes steps away, closer to the center, obscured as the fog begins to refract and illuminate from within. As she slips into the yellow mist... The panel at the end of the hallway explodes.
1: It explodes, explodes?
0: It erupts outwards in a cloud of electricity and fire and metal shrapnel that blasts Vance off of his feet into the hallway proper where his body tumbles and drags along the floor for several more feet before rolling face up, motionless.
1: Right by her?
0: Yeah. The end of the hallway is covered in a thick tar-like smoke you glance down, Vance's face shield on his helmet is cracked in half, several shards of the metal seem to be protruding from his skin, as well as many, many wounds in his chest that have just shredded his armor to pieces.
1: Is there any life in those eyes? No. Uh, I don't think she bothers with the calm and just shouts, Isaac!
0: You can hear strangled coughing both through the mic in your headset and from the room itself. As he stumbles a step forward, collapses to one knee, and rips off his helmet, tossing it to one side, desperately coughing his lungs out.
1: Okay, she's over there. She's over there. She doesn't care. Fuck this mission. Fuck everything. She sprints past the opening to the other room, tries to get her shoulders under him, try to get him get him out. She can't fix whatever the fuck just went wrong. She doesn't know anything about that. They just need to
0: leave. That was your last hacker. Good. Where are you going? Out. Out the way you came?
1: Yep. They unmoored the boats like they were supposed to so people couldn't get away so they're just floating so if she can teleport and swim they can get to boats maybe it's not great because it's a storm but that's all they got.
0: Okay. You get an arm under Vulcan slash Isaac and you're able to heft him up. He helps you, pushes himself to his feet He's got one hand on the long barrel of his gun, almost using it to push himself up to stand. Come on,
1: I got you. We're gonna bring it out here.
0: Oh God!
1: I know. Now, uh, Vance. Dead.
0: Oh, poor bastard. All right. He's gonna start moving with you.
1: She's trying to move probably faster than he he is comfortable doing, but they gotta go.
0: Sure. As you start to make your way back down the hall, out the way you came in, in your peripheral vision, you catch a flicker of movement as the technician appears, holding a handgun and waving it in your direction. And I think there's a split moment where you lock eyes with him, and he's just holding the gun pointed at you with wild eyes. Behind him, over his shoulder, you can see that flickering orange light growing and growing and filling the glass containment chamber permeating through the yellow gas
1: her shield arm that's facing him as they're limping down it turns into as big a shield as it possibly can with just her peeking out over it so she can get the most isaac and her protected at
0: once gotcha i am gonna ask you to make an agility roll to see if you can get that shield up before he starts opening fire Uh,
1: that sounds right oh god well that's a six that's a five
0: Blew up a six. Oh, no. Into a four. Damn.
1: Ten. I don't feel like it's appropriate to Benny that at this point. What'd you
0: get? Uh, six. Six. Uh, so success with a raise. Yeah, he he definitely gets to take a shot. I think with a raise, he squeezes off two rounds. Hmm. Probably got a D6 shooting. You guys are pretty close. I'm not going to give many penalties on these. Her I,
1: D, D4 minus one vigor can't handle this.
0: He's aiming in your direction. I don't think he's aiming at either of you specifically. Hmm. So... I'm going to roll a die to see which shot hits who. Gotcha. So the first one, do you want evens or odds?
1: I'll take evens.
0: Evens. First one's going to hit Isaac. Second one's going to hit Athena. That's fine. Okay, so first one. Five, that's a success. That is a handgun. Ooh, pull a six. Thirteen damage. Damn! I'm going to say that his armor is probably... He's usually heavy armor. Probably has a three. That's going to cause one wound to Isaac the second one, he got a four, which is a hit on you. Blew up a six. Blew up a six. Oh, God. Blew up a six. Oh, my God. Okay, so 18 plus five is 23 plus four is 27 damage. Hey,
1: Pickle, I'd like to soak. Okay. (laughs) Here's my first penny of the season. Go for it. With my wonderful D4 minus one vigor. Love it. Okay. Well, I've managed to soak one wound.
0: Okay, well, uh, let's see. So whatever your armor toughness usually is, let's use that. Six. So that's one, two, three, four, five wounds. Okay, I'm going to Benny that again. How about? All right. That's a four again. And am going to
1: Benny this. Wait, which, which one was it? Which one was it?
0: looks like it was a three, a one, or a one, so I don't think it matters.
1: Uh, no, so Athena does not soak more than one wound. Can
0: you go and ahead? I might
1: have crit failed that, I cannot tell.
0: Well, you're out of bennies anyway, so yeah. you, you can't become more wounded from a crit fail vigor roll. Wowza, okay. That might have been
1: a crit fail. What does a crit fail and a vigor roll do?
0: It means you can't reroll. Damn. You can't choose to Benny it again.
1: I'm gonna say it was a crit fail, because there are a lot of ones over there, and I genuinely don't remember which D4 I rolled. That's fair. Oh shit, she wouldn't have soaked any of those she has minus one Mm.
0: (laughs) can you make me another bigger roll please
1: yes uh so uh five with my wound penalties and minus one on my bigger rolls makes a one
0: okay roll me 2d6 that's a
1: seven roll 1d6 six
0: busted your strength is reduced a die type Permanently. Damn. So this happened in the past. I think uh, she
1: was stronger once
0: (laughs) or she's worked her way back up because she Mm -hmm. like this put her into like a rehab mode. What I would say mechanically out of this, what I would like is for you to tell me where the bullet hits that it reduces her strength.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: To me, strength is like it's a major muscle. So like an arm, a leg.
1: Oh, shit. What uh, what if she got shot in the arm that then got ripped off?
0: That would make sense. Yeah,
1: because that's the arm that she was walking down the hallway with. Mm -hmm. So, damn.
0: So, two shots ring out, cutting through the ambient cacophony around you. We have one of those moments frozen in time where we hear the two shots, see Athena in motion, putting up her shield. And then a side view of the two parties standing off, staring at one another. You hear the grunt of pain from Isaac But then we see behind Athena's shield, the blood start to well. Maybe it went through her arm into her. Yeah, into her. We see the blood well on the exterior of her bicep. As she shifts her arm in surprise, we can see between her bicep and her body that the bullet has gone through her arm and into her chest. Athena, what is the last thing you do before you black out? Oh,
1: she grabs Isaac. She was supporting him, but now uh, she it's her turn.
0: You grab onto Isaac. You hear his grunt of pain, but feel his arms catch you as you fall forward. The last thing you hear before darkness closes is his voice. I've got you. I'll get this out of here. Don't worry. You black out in Isaac's arms. Your consciousness slips in and out. You get Fragmented snippets of several seconds or single frames of vision back outside with a thunder crash, the rain spattering against your helmet. Almost cozy, like being inside during a storm.
1: It's not so bad.
0: The undulating of the ocean as you bob up and down in a tiny craft with Isaac's face juxtaposed against the dark sky. In the rig, the great metal structure looming behind him, a searing orange glow on the rig itself. As your vision shifts and the small craft that you're lying down in crests a wave, you get a perfect view of the rig and the building orange light that centralizes like a dot of plasma burning a hole in reality itself. And then it explodes. A supernova that shreds the darkness of the night into a pillar of fire that stretches at least a mile high, pushing aside even the clouds of the storm. Or maybe that's just how your brain interprets it. The force of the explosion blasts the small craft out of the water and into the air, where it tumbles. And as you hit the water again, darkness takes you for the final time. The world is black, but there's a sound that cuts through the silence. A hiss, constant. It comes in short bursts, and with it, you can feel warmth again, spreading through your body. And then your eyes open, and you're on a beach. The sky is lightning with the coming dawn. You can hear the lapping of waves, the salty brine prickling in your nostrils mingling with the inky smell of smoke, and Isaac leaning over you, holding what appears to be some sort of canister in his hand.
1: She takes a couple shaky breaths, fumbles around to get a hand on his thigh.
0: I was afraid you were done for. What happened? With one of his comparatively larger hands, he lifts up your right arm, which probably is a bit tender, draws your attention down to a closing bullet wound. And he applies some more spray, and you can even watch through the hole in your armor as the skin begins to knit together. Oh. You took a bad one. I didn't know. It was close. I don't know how it, did, how it got through. It went through the arm. This is your sleeveless get up. And he pokes the skin underneath your armpit. Uh, unarmored spots. This is the danger. You know, it can happen. Just unlucky.
1: But how else will I invite people to the gun show?
0: <clears throat> you don't know how to fire a gun. Gives you a small, playful shove, but... <laughs> falls back onto his hands and breathes a large, tired sigh of relief. Oh... <sighs>
1: Athena watches as a used aerosol-looking canister falls out of his hand, lightly into the sand that they're sitting on, with an understanding nod. She tries to get back up on her elbows to take a peek at what's going on in the surroundings.
0: It's a small beachfront. I don't know that you would know exactly where you are right now, but you can clearly see in the distance the offshore rig platform smoldering and smoking and burning in the distance, the black column stretching up into the lightning morning sky.
1: Was it supposed to do that? I'm not
0: intel. How the fuck do I know? I don't think any of that was supposed to happen.
1: Did anybody else make it out? Did we get any checks?
0: He's lying flat on the sand of the beach, and it's like a very fine grain sand. It feels nice and smooth against your bare skin. Hmm. He's lying in it and his bald head rolling around with the sweat and grime. He's starting to get patches that are clinging to it, obscuring some of his red tattoos. But he shakes his head. All lines of communication are down. I haven't heard from anyone else. Um, There's no vital signs on any of the feeds. Any of them? No.
1: Not even Pixie.
0: No. Messy work. But that's the nature of the, I suppose, the Tontine-style agreement. At least as far as this job's concerned. Hmm. To the living go the spoils. And he shoves his fist up into the air very half-heartedly and then (laughs) lets it flop back onto the sand where it sprays a small cloud towards you.
1: She sidles over towards him and just thunks her head into his
0: chest. He puts his arm on your shoulder, your side, and you guys just lie there, exhausted, probably in silence for several minutes.
1: The surroundings are probably absolutely trashed by a surge wave from that explosion. Palm trees are everywhere and down.
0: (laughs) We shouldn't have even made it back to shore. How did we? Besides
1: you being great.
0: Now what else is there? Uh, The boat capsized. But... The force of the wave was so strong it threw us most of the way. Anyhow, so
1: oh, that's handy.
0: Yeah, and it helps that you're on the and he gives your arm a little squeeze, the lighter end of the spectrum. What a fucking mess What do we do? What do you mean? We're alive. We collect our money. What do you mean after that?
1: Uh, I guess it was just kind of nebulous. What What do we do?
0: <laughs> we collect our pay for a job. Done. And then we do whatever it is we do.
1: Do you think they were expecting us all just to kill each other for the money? Everyone's dead, no one can collect it.
0: There's really no downside to them as far as that's concerned, aside from not having repeat business. But we're alive and I'm not about to put a bullet in you. Not another one at least. You've already got enough of those in you. Well,
1: you know what? Fuck that, though. That's a that's bad.
0: What's well, bad? That whole fucking thing. Again, that's no more specific.
1: She sits up and just gestures vaguely at the exploded rig in the background of the shot. We we went in there blind. We could have died. We yep. we need. To, I I just don't. That can't happen we well, got stuff to do! We can't die out there!
0: Yeah, well, it's a dangerous line of work, Athena. And, uh, if you're not prepared to risk it, then you shouldn't be in it. What are you even doing here? What do you mean? I mean, <laughs> sh- yeah, the, the violence was ultimately pretty senseless. But we're paid to get a job done. And that's what we did. Now, if you're asking the bigger question of, you know, why are we even doing this... I mean, I'm doing it because it's what I know. It's what I'm good at. Everyone's going to die sometime. Might as well die rich. (laughs) But what what does money even do? It just gives you options, right?
1: How many options do we have? She says with a slight glimmer in her eye.
0: Many zeros worth. That's a lot of options. Yeah. We're good at this, but... More intel would be nice. Better infrastructure. More reliability. Mm -hmm. Having to jump around and find these jobs, scrape them up through brokers is a pain in the ass. What if there were better brokers? He shrugs. What if. What if it was all sunshine and daisies tomorrow? What if the whole world went back to the way it used to be and it was a utopia? (laughs) All right. (laughs) She just shoves his chest a little bit. He laughs. laughs. What do you want?
1: What if there was like a, a funnel for all these brokers to put their shit into where people can get information about things and they're not caught blindsided like this anymore?
0: He shrugs a little and says, Damn, yeah, that'd be nice.
1: She kind of looks at him for a sec, like leaning forward, like to prompt him.
0: I said it was a good idea.
1: Well, why not? Why not us?
0: He furrows his brow skeptically. Um.
1: Why not, though? Why not us?
0: I don't know how to do that.
1: Well, we have options. So why don't we go and pay someone who knows about that kind of stuff?
0: I mean, it's a good idea. Are you sure you want to get in deeper with what we're doing?
1: I mean, everybody's just running around all fucking crazy up here, and we need to... Wouldn't it be better if there was some kind of... uh, system system and you can you can just see everything and it's all it's it's in line it's in place and it's fine
0: he nods at that but he looks thoughtful so uh where'd you say you were from again you seem you seem new to all this
1: no I'm I'm nowhere don't worry about it
0: huffs a small laugh at that but he gets a quirk of a smile Pushes himself up onto his feet to stretch and limber a little bit. Oh, nowhere, that's right. You did mention that. Well, we can't be the only people who left nowhere. Why did you leave? I don't... Why do any of us leave nowhere?
1: Because we're scared. Because we're in over our heads. Because we got nothing left.
0: You want something more? Somewhere that makes sense. Mm. Somewhere to belong. Isn't that what everyone wants at the end of the day?
1: She gets up and walks over and gives him a hug. Thank you for saving me.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Gives you a big hug. He's substantially thicker than you, so I think he wraps both arms and gives you a squeeze, Uh-oh. but picks you up off the ground for a second.
1: Don't squeeze.
0: <laughs> sure. I don't know if this will be somewhere to belong, but... Maybe we can make life easier for some people of you, in our own way.
1: Maybe selfishly for us too.
0: Oh yeah, it's the only reason I'm doing. It. For me, I wanna belong, not them. <laughs> they can, fuck they can belong fuck to me. He holds his hand up for a high five. Oh, she high fives. You guys high five. Another explosive plume of fire erupts in the horizon. A shriek that splits the air as. You watch part of the rig collapse sideways and fall into the ocean with a splash. Mm. Maybe we ought to be moving on.
1: Her eyes are bright, manic with survival in the morning light, fresh off of the storm. Sand falling out of her hair in the breeze, already a little bit dried. Cherry red wounds over her nose, aggravated by the ocean. Her pupils are thin slits in the sun- And they get a little wider as her eyes track over to Isaac with a lot of gratitude and a lot of affection.
0: Isaac turns back to you with a wolfish grin and a manic glint of survival in his eye. The yellow-orange flames reflected from the rig in the distance, burning brighter and brighter in your mind's eye until it becomes a searing red hello everyone hey guys thank you for being here for episode one of season three wow wow
1: and thank you for being patient because yes. we really needed that time off
0: thank you especially for me it was mostly because of me but no, I, def- I need
1: to get my brain right after our restaurant burned down like whew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad we've uh had this refractory period
1: oh no don't say that <laughs>
0: I'm glad uh, we had this period to cool down and then get things lined up for next for this season. Next season is this season. It's the current season now. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I don't want to get ahead and assume that Athena will survive everything.
1: Oh, you! F- I mean, she barely uh, survived the prequel <laughs> the, to this the one. Flashback. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! She keeps dying in these flashbacks. <laughs> it's
0: great though. I like it.
1: Adds to the tension and it, the drama.
0: It does. I'm
1: gonna go get my boy out of
0: a tunnel. Maybe. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Do you know who I'm going to put on this episode for music? Is it you? Yeah. Yes. I'm one of them this time. Suck
0: it, everyone else. No. (laughs) (laughs) Crockett and Wave Shaper.
1: Yes. Yes. Do you know where you can find those bad boys?
0: At Crockett80s and Crockett.Bandcamp.com.
1: You can find Wave Shaper on Twitter at Wave Shaper underscore. S-W-E.
0: You hear Allie containing laughter because I literally did seven <laughs> takes of trying to remember what Wave Shapers was. Here's the
1: thing, you're reminding them and I'm leaving it in. Oh, <laughs> and you can also find Wave Shaper at waveshaper1.bandcamp.com.
0: The Savage Worlds rule set is created by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group and you can find them and their products at peginc.com. Most of all, Thank you to our patrons.
1: Thank you, guys. And We've had some new patrons in our season break, which is a wild time to get new patrons. Yeah, it's,
0: it's a great time. So thank you to everybody who's been showing up over the last couple of months. Welcome to the community. It feels like it's getting bigger all the time.
1: Hope you didn't mind the trips to Boreas Town, because I never do.
0: <laughs> Borius Aurorius, stories. But... Thank you to two patrons in particular. Who are those patrons, maybe? Do you know?
1: I do know. It's I know, m- too. Oh, It's Michael and Chase. Michael and Chase! Thank Thanks. you, guys.
0: Thank you guys both so much for being here and for uh, sticking with us. If you guys aren't a patron yet and you'd like to become one, you can find us at patreon.com slash rpg for you and me. Lowest tier is $2 a month. That gets you access to our Discord server.
1: Come on and hang out.
0: Getting to know you guys better and seeing chat and discussions pop up that we have nothing to do with.
1: Yeah, it's pretty, It's bit fulfilling.
0: <laughs> so thank you guys all. If you don't want to come join the Patreon, that's cool too. Thank you for listening. I, I hope that uh, what we're doing is enjoyable for you and uh, I guess you wouldn't be here if it wasn't. So clearly you have good taste. <laughs> Keep tasting good, baby. Is that too formal? It's okay. You don't know me. You kind of know me. You know me better than I know you. If well, you're I might have been too
1: informal. Too
0: informal. <laughs> I feel like this is probably a better representation of who I am than most people would get. So if you're listening to this podcast, you have a better gauge of who I am than almost anybody else in my life. Congratulations. Isn't that weird? (laughs) It's kind of weird, but... Anyway, first bonus scene of the season is a fun one. We recorded it before we actually did it. So uh, I won't spoil it for you, but there's one big win for me in there.
1: There is a very big one for you. It's good. So, yeah, this 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 bonus scene is the first thing we recorded for season three, just to get feet feet wet, boots on the ground. I guess the ground's wet.
0: <laughs> oh, God, why is the ground? It's flooding.
1: Enjoy this bonus it was, scene. It's flooding. Get out. Goodbye.
0: The streets of Alera are abuzz most nights, and this night is no exception. People busying themselves in the bumping downtown districts. But you're nowhere near there right now. Damn. You find yourself somewhere on the outskirts, not in a suburb, and not in the worst part of town, but somewhere smack in between.
1: The sluburb.
0: The sluburb, yes. How are you traveling right now?
1: Right now, it's just a bike that she stole from somebody.
0: A stolen bike. A
1: stolen bike. A bicycle? Yeah, it's a bicycle. Very cool. Listen, she's just, she just struck out on her own, so she doesn't have money making some morally questionable decisions.
0: I see. Well, who could blame her? Probably the the person person she (laughs) She stole it from. Tonight, you're in a bit of a hurry and the clock is ticking. How well do you know the city so far?
1: Barely at all. She's been here like a week and a
0: half. So you have the address. Mm-hmm. Do you know where you're going? No. No. Okay. Let's... I think this is
1: a new neighborhood for her.
0: That makes sense. Well, go ahead and make me a notice roll. I don't think this would be survival necessarily.
1: Her notice would have been a D6 back mm. in the day.
0: Better. Common knowledge.
1: Common knowledge. Uh, well, she has a D6 common knowledge, but that might just be in Caldonics. What yeah, do you think? I don't
0: think that would be here, given that you're very new to the city.
1: But I am going to roll my new dice. Do it. <laughs> You absolute fucks.
0: Chris <laughs> sons of bitches. Fool. Is that the first time you've rolled those? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly where you're going.
1: Hell yeah. It's all coming up Athena. It's
0: another three blocks down. What's the apartment number that you were given for this rendezvous?
1: It's Seventy-five.
0: S- Seventy-five. <laughs>
1: There's like a smudge that could be one of those little tildes over one of the numbers. And she's not quite sure if that correlates to anything, but she's
0: looking for it. Is it tilde? Is I it? I said Tilda.
1: Like Swinton?
0: I don't know. That's just what I assume. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up now because this is going to bother me. Tilda. Tilda.
1: Tilda like the Swinton. I'm glad we took the time.
0: You turn down onto the street. What's the street's name? You have the address.
1: I do gullwing avenue
0: so 75 gullwing (laughs) avenue yep well we see you peel down the last turn into the street hustling your way up to the stoop of one of these row house apartment buildings there's only one window smashed out so looks okay a couple of street lamps on the street maybe somebody lurking beneath three of the four of them but they don't pay you too close attention. Good. But there it is right in front of you.
1: Athena gets off the bike, doesn't have time to lock it up because she's running short on time. She's been running short on time all day. Mm-hmm. She has a fucking sunburn like you would not believe because she has never been in the sun before.
0: But she'll get that serotonin? Is that it? Is vitamin that one of the, D? Vitamin D.
1: I mean, I think your vitamin D levels are hooked up to your serotonin levels mm-hmm. maybe.
0: Well, you've got so much vitamin D you're like a a rave you know (laughs) oh my god
1: (laughs) vitamin D for Deirdre
0: (laughs) (laughs) there you go yep number 75 in front of you
1: alright she's gonna go up and keep an eye left and right making sure nobody's trying to sneak up on her she knocks on the door
0: you knock on the door there's no response at first
1: she knocks again harder you knock again okay she shouts hey pizza she hasn't come up with her accent yet that thought hasn't crossed her mind yet
0: what a reveal We find Athena dressed in her brand new uniform. You work for Discus Pizza. It's true. The name that you gave me, which I really (laughs) like. Can you tell me about your uniform while you hear the shuffling behind the door as someone approaches?
1: Even though she's just a delivery girl, she's got a belted khaki pant for the sweltering summertime heat, which is bad for everybody involved. And it's like a little collared polo shirt with the icon from the pizza place, which is a little man throwing a pizza like a discus.
0: Gotcha. Can I request that he's dressed like a gladiator? Of course. Okay, cool. With like only a loincloth that's (laughs) flapping at the perfect angle to block anything too saucy. pizza. pizza. (laughs) So Athena huffing and out of breath light sweat glistening on you as a very portly, surly man opens the door, blinks beady, watery eyes at you, clearly having just woken up from sleep or stupor.
1: Hello, sir. Discus Pizzas. We have your pizza. Are you... Did you order pizza? No. Did somebody here order pizza?
0: He blinks at you and turns around very slowly to look at the complete and utter darkness behind him and says, There's no one else here. What's the address? Snevendi. 70 what?
1: Five. Oh God, I don't know. She tr- tries to get the little paper she had with the address slip on it and back out, but maybe she lost it.
0: What was the full address?
1: Go- 70 something Gullwing. Gullwing Avenue.
0: This is Golfing Avenue. God damn it! I'll ha- what? I'll buy the pizza.
1: No, yeah, I gotta go. He
0: like licks his. Sorry,
1: thank you for the directions.
0: Yeah, pizza. <laughs>
1: She runs back to her bike, gets back on it, starts pedaling away before he can shout more.
0: Uh, your bike's not there.
1: God damn it! This is the worst day.
0: As you as you get down there and realize your bike is gone, you note that there are now two people lurking beneath the street lamps on the street.
1: Just walking over to them. Okay,
0: so let's say they're on oh, the. Oh, f- I
1: forgot to say she has a visor.
0: A vi- like one of those. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. It's
1: just the visor with like a like, hat visor. Yeah, you know the one. Yeah, of course.
0: Is it like pizza patterned? Like it just looks like it's pizza? It would
1: have to be. (laughs)
0: I'm just throwing out ideas. You don't have to go with them. It could be a poker one. See-through green with the white. I think it has to
1: be day-low yellow with pepperonis on it.
0: Gotcha. Love
1: it. She's got her real short hair. She doesn't have face scars yet. She's, you know, besides her terrible sunburn, she's looking mostly together.
0: You approach the first street lamp with a guy lurking beneath it. He's currently puffing on a cigarette. Flicks it away as you approach...
1: Good sir, where is my bike?
0: I don't know. It went that way. And he points down the opposite end of the street.
1: I will give you this pizza if you tell me where they went. Uh,
0: okay. And he holds out his hands for the pizza. No, you
1: tell me first.
0: And he points down the street that way. Who
1: was it? I don't know. They were hanging out with you!
0: These were separate street lamps and separate ah, people, so this is like it. three different people. I misunderstood. Sorry, yeah. They get no pizza. Ah, you bitch. <laughs>
1: your information was bad, you Goodbye. lied
0: bitch. I'm glad they took your bike. This guy's voice has changed several <laughs> times. Sticking with it. He was trying to sound this is cool. Why we're warming up. I'm glad they took your bike.
1: I took it first. She starts to run down the street <laughs> after her bike.
0: Oh, it's long gone.
1: I know. It's a principle of the thing. Just jogging with a pizza.
0: Are you holding it under your arm discus style, like vertically? No, she's holding it in front of her. She has
1: that much sense. So she's just running with both hands on it in front of her, just jogging through this not great area at night.
0: Yes. Well, you get to the end of the street, you don't see anybody on any bike.
1: Do I see a street sign?
0: Sure. Going Avenue appears to be two blocks down.
1: Well, she's fucking going there. Better hurry she got it the pizzas it's cooling rapidly
0: I will give you two athletics rolls to get me three successes and if you <laughs> manage to get all of these you'll get there on time
1: can I apply my my <laughs> my parkour edge it's not called that it's never called what I think it's called yeah you know, uh,
0: yeah sure but you have to tell me how you're, like, leaping and jumping off of terrain is helping you get there that much faster.
1: Okay, should I roll first?
0: No, I want you to tell me first, okay. and then you're going to roll, and okay. we'll see that how seems, badly it that goes. That seems fair.
1: She sees a dumpster, right? Because if she could fail, she could just fall in it.
0: hmm <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs>
1: so she sees a dumpster she's gonna use it to kick off of and get up over a little chain link fence It's gonna cut some time off of her pizza delivery and then maybe there's a crowd of people walking so she's using really fancy footwork to like bob and weave between them to J- get to the uh, yeah she's joking.
0: so I'm gonna say you, you crit failed your navigation roll to I get did. there in the first place so I think that necessitates that this needs to be at a penalty hmm. so I'll let you have the first one no penalty if you don't get it in the first one second one's gonna be at a minus two so it'll wash your bonus. Okay,
1: okay. But my first one has the bonus. I'll let you have the bonus on the
0: first one because Thank of your you. desperation of trying oh, to make I can't up for use time. This
1: one yet that's not an applicable die yet. Well, I guess this one isn't either fuck it doesn't matter I'm using it.
0: Okay. I'm not privy to this logic either listeners.
1: That's a seven. A
0: seven is one success. Yep. So I guess will have
1: to roll again. I guess
0: you'll have to roll again. You need two successes.
1: <gasps> <bit> oh, I <laughs> That is an 11.
0: We got two more successes for a <laughs> total? Three. That's pretty good. So we see Athena vault off of a dumpster gracefully.
1: Some rats scamper out <laughs> from under it.
0: <laughs> nice. It's like one of those from the ground up shots as you vault over the fence and we'd see your legs tucked together as your thighs clear over the edge.
1: It would be so much more dramatic
0: if she wasn't wearing a pizza visor. I think it makes it more dramatic. Yeah. That's <laughs> me personally. I mean, the, the dire need in this situation. Get out on the street. You're running through the crowd. Crowd. they appear to be going kind of in a line and then they start to fan out in front of you and you have to bob and weave and juke between them and they just kind of look at you and begin to part as you cut a swath with your big old pizza box good she wants their fear you just pause and watch you go but you're gone you're a bullet Whew. you turn down Golwing avenue and you look for 75 do i find it it's a row house that is maybe an apartment
1: Well, gonna go up to the door. She pounds on it.
0: We see a slow-mo shot of you running chariots of fire playing in the background. (laughs) We
1: don't have license for that.
0: Well, that's why we're not actually playing. That's what I'm describing. I could talk about it. Okay, That's fair use. You could feel in your heart. You have to be on time. And you make it up those last couple of steps. Do you hammer on the door? Is that what's happening here?
1: We get a shot from the doorbell itself as her finger slow-mo goes in. Push it home. We just hear a, boom, boom, boom.
0: There's a very short pause before the door opens in an extremely fast motion, and there is an old woman standing there looking at you with owlish eyes.
1: Uh, p- pizza.
0: Man, that was quite a discus throw. You got here just in time. Who? <laughs> Whew. I was hoping I would get it for free, but I can't have everything, I suppose. What was that, ma'am? I said I was hoping I would get it for
1: free. Not on my watch. Here's your pizza, ma'am.
0: Oh, well, now I don't have to pay for it.
1: Uh. What? No!
0: I'm just... How much do I owe you?
1: Uh, 70. (laughs)